Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Broom Wagon with another episode talking about the Gravel Epic. This time, we're going to talk about Gravel Epic Switzerland. And remember, if you want to have the opportunity of getting your free ticket to take part to the Gravel Epic Switzerland 24th of September with a skin suit made by Sportful or Broom Wagon, in the episode notes, you can find the link and you can take part to the giveaway. So do it. But about the episode of today, let's talk about that. Today you are going to listen to myself together with Sean talking with Anthony. Anthony is the race director of the Gravel Epic Switzerland. So we are going to go through all the nitty-gritty important notes and inspiring parts that we are going to write at the end of September. So listen to it. It's going to be super fun. And you are also having a couple of jokes. It sounds like I don't want to say that, but it sounds like a joke. They are an English man, an American man, and myself, a Calamaro, talking about gravel, gravel inspiration, gravel riding, gravel in general. It's going to be funny. But if you wait until the end of this episode, the smartest of you, you can also just go directly to the end. But waiting till the end of the episode, you're going to listen for one tip for each of the participants that took part to the Reiki of the two different stages condensed of the Gravel Epic Switzerland. Yes, because last Monday, myself, together with other amazing humans, I would say, took part to this um, condensed stage of the Gravel Epic Switzerland, and we actually tasted a bit on what Anthony prepared for us. So, if you just want to know one tip, I think there are six, six tips or seven, seven. Seven tips on how to ride and race the Gravel Epic Switzerland. Well, you have to wait until the end of this episode. And then also down the description below, you're going to find the collection from Komoot about this event. You're going to find as well some other information that can be helpful for you to take part to the Gravel Epic. So what else to say? Listen to Anthony, listen to me, listen to Sean talking about Gravel Epic Switzerland. This is a new location for me. I'm here sitting with two amazing guys and uh, just let me know as well how it's going to happen with the, probably this is going to be better, uh, how it's going to happen with sound and stuff. But I'm super happy here because we are building up a mini series, you heard it already last time, about the Gravel Epic. And today we are going to talk, when I talk about we, I'm talking about myself and Sean. Are you doing, Sean? I'm doing well today. How are you? I was better before seeing you, uh, but fortunately there is Anthony here, so we're going to be good on that. And we are going to talk about Gravel Epic, of course, and we're going to talk about Gravel Epic, Switzerland. And that's why there is Anthony Walker. Did I pronounce it correct? Correct. Well done. Probably I can misspell your name, though. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think uh, I think he definitely has a harder name to spell, especially for English speakers. Mm. Yeah, 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 makes sense. Last time I remember that I was talking with you and I called you John instead of Sean. And I think that the most difficult thing for me is actually pronouncing perfectly your surname because I would say Rat, but it's actually <laughs> Rath. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just depends on where you're from. Rat, Rath, I don't know. I, I get it all the time. He looks like a rat anyway. Yeah, thanks. Good thing, uh, good thing we're... Uh, not live in person. <laughs> That's perfect. So yeah, uh, Gravel Epic, uh, this great event. We talked about that in the first episodes of it. And uh, 
I just want to put stuff together today, and that's why we're talking with Anthony, because we're going to talk about the great event that is going to happen in Switzerland. Where is going to happen, actually? In the Valais, right? So it's in the, that's right, yeah, it's in the Valais region, um, and the exact location is Champé-Lac, which is also, also known as Little Canada. Um, and uh, yes, a, a gem of a, a location for, for gravel biking. Cool thing is that I've been riding gravel for a long time now here in Switzerland. I never heard about that region just last three, week, three weeks ago. Uh, was in the Col du Lan, I think is the name, right? Col a lot of French names. I'm going to make a mess of that. But this was amazing. And I did it with a, with a road bike, though. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the beauty of the, the region. You can do both. Uh, well, the, the gravel is good enough to do both with a road bike or uh, a gravel bike. So, um, yeah, it's nothing too technical. That's perfect. That's what I love, actually. I'm super bad at handling the bike. But before talking about that thing, I want to ask first a question to Sean, and then I'm going to ask a question to you, Anthony. Why did you choose Anthony to be part of this adventure and to choose the rides here in Switzerland? Wow. Why, why not? I mean, first off, he's beautiful. Uh, he's, he's definitely going to be the face of Gravel Epic Switzerland, for sure. No. Gravel in Switzerland. Yeah, all gravel in Switzerland. Uh, I'm getting the posters made right now. No, but uh, in all seriousness, uh, the decision to go with Anthony was uh, really from an organizational perspective, super easy. Um, Anthony's lived in the uh, Verbier Champé region for nine years, approximately, um, before uh, kind of coming on as the race director for Gravel Epic Switzerland. Uh, he owns a company called Kudo Cycling. Um, so he's been uh, you know, promoting the Valet region for a long time now. Um, and when it came to uh, finding the right person to kind of uh, direct this, I could think of nobody better. But uh, Anthony, he is truly a local Valaisian, even though he is from the UK. I won't hold that against him, though. But uh, he certainly knows the ins and outs, uh, where all the little secrets are, all the places that you always see on Instagram, but never know where they are. So that's why we picked him for Gravel Epic Switzerland. Awesome. And then I think that actually the question comes to you, Anthony. And the question is, who are you? <laughs> well, first of all, I'd just uh, like to thank Sean for his uh, very, very kind words there. I mean, he's racking up beer tokens uh, uh, incredibly. But um, so who am I? Um, yeah, as Sean kindly said, I'm uh, originally from England and I moved out to uh, Switzerland and Valley primarily to, to ski. Um, skin stretching during the winter and I saw an opportunity to sort of set up a road cycling business which then sort of um, changed into gravel because um, <laughs> I got a little bit more uh, uh, into exploring and uh, wanting to sort of have more adventures so um, yeah that's that's a little bit about me. Um, I think it's great and another thing that I want to just probably add on that so I Personally, Matt Anthony, can we say that, Sean? Yeah, I think you can say that. There's no problem with saying I personally met Anthony. Ah, okay. What is coming later then is going to be tricky. Uh, I personally know, uh, knew, uh, got to know Anthony when it was a secret event of Outroot ah. in a place that I not specify. So exactly. We not specify what? Exactly. Yeah. Let's keep it secret until October. Okay, okay. I thought it was August, no? But anyway, so we're going to keep it secret until, uh, sorry, October. And um, yes, we got to meet for this event. We were a bunch of people there riding the bike and whatever. And then I remember that at a certain point, I got a flat. And then Anthony was weirdly 
on the back. I don't know what happened. He's a way stronger rider than I am. And then he told me, oh, Stefano, what happens? Whatever. I'm going to wait for you. Just fix the, um, just fix the flat. And we're going to ju- go up together to this climb that I cannot name uh, it together. Because I believe that in cycling, nobody has to hang alone in the back. Nobody has to stay on the back. Nobody has to be left behind. How much of that is in uh, your philosophy of cycling, your philosophy of light, or you were talking, actually, Sean was mentioning your company, Kudos. How much of that is there? Well, I, well, I mean, for me, um, yeah, no, cycling's all all about um, being with, being together and talking and meeting people. So, uh, yeah, I, I never like to leave anyone behind at the back of the uh, back of the group. Um, and, and I think that's of why I love gravel cycling so much. And so that's, that's what I try and promote that, um, if someone's in trouble or someone's out the back, then you sort of take the time to, uh, to cycle with them and, uh, help them up to the top of the, the coal. Not that you were struggling or anything. Funny, but, <laughs> I uh, enjoyed this talk. I remember so much. I remember all the topic that's not the topics that we touched base for me. It was a great Great shot, great opportunity. I'm going to put everything here on this table and on this microphone, I think. I don't know. I want to keep it like it, where it was. So on climbing, that's amazing, right? But it was super great and actually understood a lot about that. But actually, we talked a lot, but we didn't talk about the fact that you were actually joining Gravel Epic for this adventure. You know how to keep secrets, man. Yeah, it was a, a little secret. Um, but I, I, yeah, uh, we've got to keep something back, haven't we? But um, no, it was, it was a great write-up and... Um, yeah, again, uh, just talking to people, it's just such a great way, isn't it, to uh, to meet people and get to know people's backgrounds and what they like and what they don't like. So um, that's my cycling philosophy. That's what I want to ask you then after that. So you talked a bit about your cycling philosophy, but I want to know as well what is gravel for you. Because let's put it in this way. Everybody talks about gravel. Gravel is something that is freaking hype. And... Uh, Everybody has this on top of their mouth. Everybody, something like tour operators, event organizers, athletes, uh, bicycle brands and whatever. I just want to talk about that during this kind of little round of interview. What's for everybody involved in this Gravel Epic thing? What's Gravel for them? What's Gravel for you? Well, I think for me, it's it's inclusivity. And um, I think the one thing about Gravel is that it's there's no egos. And for me, it's really important to sort of help introduce people to a different type of um cycling concept and 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 style of riding and okay you know people can go off and and race and be off the front and be super competitive but i also think there's a an opportunity to sort of get back to the the roots of cycling which is sharing the experience um being an amazing being in an amazing environment enjoying the nature but um yeah just 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 sharing the experience with friends, which um, Gravel Epic, that, that's what we're trying to create is a shared experience. And, um, you know, the guys can obviously race at the front or just chill at the back and um, and help people along. What are you going to do then during the first event of this year, the Gravel Epic? So the Gravel Epic in Switzerland, are you going to hang on the back with kids and uh, <laughs> watching? I remember that once when I was riding in Berlin, it happens a couple of times that during the classic season, so basically Tour de Flanders and uh, Paris Roubaix, in the group rides, we were on the back, really on the back, and we we're placing the phones on the saddle of people in front of us, and then watching everything that was there, Paris Roubaix or whatever. Are you doing something similar? Anyways, a lot of chitty chatting. Are you doing something similar, or during the events, you're going to be busy organizing stuff, or during the events, you're going to be busy on 
leading the group to show to everybody how the Valet Gravel has to be ridden. Well, uh, unfortunately, I'd love to be uh, love to be on my bike uh, talking and helping people along, but I, I think with my uh, my title of uh, rice road gravel director, I might be at the front uh, in the in the in the quads or in the support car. So um, yeah, this time I'll be uh, busy. I think <laughs> that's perfect. And so yeah, um, that's another thing that pops up into my mind, and uh, is something like. How did you, so it's clear which one is your philosophy on Gravel Epic. How did you find, first of all, working with Gravel Epic and how are you transferring this kind of attitude that I have on Gravel Epic? Do you find something like good vibes together, sync and vibes? How do you find it? Well, uh, definitely good vibes. I mean, uh, yeah, working with, with Sean, obviously he's uh, passionate and uh, very knowledgeable about gravel. So uh, it's great that I can bring my passion for gravel as well and share it with Sean to create the, the gravel epic series that we, we hope is going to be super successful and people are just going to have lots of fun and uh, enjoy the making memories together. So I just want to say to everybody, actually I'm going to say this thing to Sean, Sean don't scare our guest here. I know that you are looking in badly and if it says something incorrectly, it can be scared of you. Please don't do it. I'll try not to be the principal in the room, but uh, I am I am giving the uh, the eye to him every once in a while. He know he knows what he needs to be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, it was actually worth it to put it in this way. But yeah, we're gonna talk a lot about the vibes and everything. And uh, but maybe another curiosity that they have: who found whom? So it was actually Sean contacting you, or whatever, whoever in the organization contacting you first, or the other way around. You it was you pitching to the Gravel Epic organization? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, so uh, here, here's a little introduction. So um, We can call it anecdotes. Well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this um, probably a little bit later in my segment. But uh, Anthony and I actually were initially hired with the, uh, the goal of working for the Oat Route, um, which is another... Uh, cycling brand that uh, delivers incredible cycling events. Um, but uh, really, Anthony's uh, expertise came into it because prior to uh, us both joining the Oat Root organization, um, Anthony was uh, on the, the, the lead of gravel in Switzerland. Um, maybe, Anthony, you want to talk about uh, Verbier Gravel Challenge and kind of uh, what that's kind of turned into and how you came to the oat root and how the oat root and gravel epic came to you with this idea of gravel epic switzerland yeah sure um i set up um verbier gravel challenge about four years ago with a view to sort of basically maximizing uh utilizing the 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 gravel roads and the the uh amazing terrain that we have in and around the val de ban and the uh, val de Entremont. Um, and so, yeah, we, we started off as a, a one-day uh, one ride. And then um, when I started working for the Hope Route, they, they, the Hope Route wanted to sort of develop a, a gravel section. And um, it made sense that we then sort of took the, the Verbier Gravel Challenge and expanded that into uh, a two- or three-day event. And uh, that's when Sean and I then had the the opportunity to work together on this project so um yeah it's super exciting i'm obviously super passionate about about gravel and the, the trying to make it the best experience possible for people um and 
yeah, to, to sort of showcase what we have uh, in Switzerland and Valais. So, um, yes, yeah, a great opportunity. We touch base this thing a lot, and I think that we need to go really deep in this conversation now. So, what and why Valais is so special for gravel? So, you mentioned that actually you have a lot of options. You mentioned you mentioned at the beginning that it's not so technical. You mentioned the landscapes. You mentioned a couple of times that it's really a great place where to ride gravel. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, obviously, Valais as a as a canton is vast, so you have so much variety with the the types of uh, styles of gravel and and the routes you can stitch together using the roads and everything's so accessible, which I think um, is pretty key. So you can can have a short gravel ride or, or a long gravel ride, um, and as you know, um, in Switzerland they're very good at maintaining their roads, so even the gravel tracks are the potholes are filled in with uh with gravel so it's always pretty smooth but um yeah if i mean the the routes you can plan from the the valley floor gravel through the through the vineyards to the high alpine passes um with all the service roads through the forests and and alpages it's just makes for for some epic opportunities to get, to get off the beaten track and um explore explore the canton that's super amazing and i can't really wait to see a bit am i gonna see a bit more about the course soon right sean i mean i'd I'd love for you to join us on our recce ride in two weeks on monday i mean you just gotta figure out your rear derailleur don't tell me that it's kind of a headache that i have since a lot of time uh the shortage of all the parts of the bicycle world at the moment is driving me crazy i cannot find the new so i cannot find first of all only the cage, impossible. Only the cage from SRAM, forget about that. Only the cage about Garbaruk or whatever other brand, forget about that. A new derailleur, forget about that. So I need actually to hammer down to straight up a bit more my derailleur. Hopefully I can do it. I think it's the N plus one problem here. You're looking at this wrong angle. You just, I think it's time for a new bike. New bike. New bike. Don't tell your wife, but new bike. Let's talk about that. I'm on the other way of the spectrum. I want a new bike. Yes, I want, but I want a mountain bike. So, uh-oh. Uh, this conversation might need to be over. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to deal. Also because, ah, let's put it this way. Is, what kind of bike do you think, and then we're going to talk about the parkour and stuff. What kind of bike do you think we need for the two days in the Valais for the Gravel Epic? It's two days, right? It's two days. Yeah. Well, definitely uh, a comfortable bike. But um, we've we've done the the route on the twenty twenty eight millimeter uh, tires, but obviously if you want to go for comfort, then we'd suggest thirty two millimeter or above. So um, yeah, definitely uh, have a have some good gearing on there and uh, some nice fat tires if you want a comfy experience. So we are talking about uh, all roads bike. That's how is now the center of the buzzword is all road. I'd leave your carbon uh, carbon wheels at home. Six fifty Bs, seven hundred C. Yep, yep. Six, well, either or. Okay, okay. I'm gonna come over. I think with the six fifty B, I like comfort. And anyways, yeah. I don't care about weight. I need to skip the cert if I need to talk about weight before. Let's talk a bit more than we actually introduced that the course. I was reading it, and I don't think that the numbers can say everything. They usually don't, because numbers are liars. Remember, people, that's always a good thing to say. Um, how would you actually describe this two days course in terms of... Let's start actually from uh, a description of the course, and then we're going to go through everything else. 
Yeah, at the 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 course is over two days. So uh, day one, um, there are two options. So the the epic long route, which is about a hundred kilometers, and around about three thousand meters of climbing. Oof. <laughs> but what goes up must come down. So there's a, a really nice long stretch of uh, over a thousand meters of descent from the uh, from the top down to the valley floor. Um, yeah, uh, day one is just a mix of um, everything really. Uh, I'd say it's seventy five percent gravel, um, but good quality gravel. And so uh, there's nothing nothing too technical in there. But it's uh, through alpages, uh, open open f- meadows, forests, um, mud, little mud section through streams. Um, and yeah, just long, long descents on, on good gravel. So you needn't be uh, too scared about what's, uh, what's coming up. In the meanwhile, Anthony, I'm just going into the data and I can see here on my side that there is some paper handling from Sean. So seems like he has also some numbers on his hand. So something that he's saying here, it says, uh, for the long one, it's going to be in total into two days, 200 kilometers. Maybe it's not the correct one, but anyways, I have here the boss of Gravel Epic. He can correct me whenever. Um, 200 kilometers long, more or less, and more or less 6,000 meters of uh, positive altitude. It seems like, so I'm going to go into the stage part as well. Let me go on. Where is people? I'm Googling like all the Google people I used to do, and they want to go learn more about the course here. And they want to know a bit more what is going to happen into the Komoot maps here. Can I name Komoot? Oui, yeah. Komoot's uh, the navigation partner. I mean, they've got their hand in every gravel event across Europe. Yes, yes. They have a hand also on my podcast. So it's perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So the first one is around 108 kilometers, as I can see, and 3,800 meters of positive altitude, more or less. And the second one, I would say that is basically kind of the same, less climbing, but 77 kilometers. Talking about this course and talking about everything like that, can you just tell us how did you choose and why did you choose these two stages? I think actually day two is going to be more like 60K. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, but we wanted to basically include as much of a gravel experience as possible and and creating a gravel course probably isn't as easy as creating a a road course just because you have to stitch up the 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 roads with the gravel and link everything up so um a lot of the feedback is has been that people like to have a long gravel route and um aren't necessarily intimidated by the the height and the amount of climbing the distance um, so that's why we have a shorter option as well, just so it's it's inclusive and um, uh, people can dip and choose which which uh, which course they want to do depending on how they feel. Um, but yeah, with the with the with the routes, it includes trying to showcase the region. So that's why we wanted to um, to have the the long route as it was. So it includes all the little traditional Swiss villages farming farming villages on the on the course um nice long descent but um and and day two also is is a little bit shorter so uh we, we know that after a long day um people are gonna 
probably want a shorter a shorter route so um get home get uh, actually on the other side get to the base camp get a shower go back home and have a little beer afterwards as well as a thank you that's super important that's always super important i just want to ask you really a curiosity is a bit more about the course itself it makes sense also for the course but this makes makes more sense about you how do you usually discover new? so i think that this one i don't want to minimize your work there but they are classics i think that i can see here on the um on the track of themselves on the course themselves but usually how do you choose the rides that you're doing how do you discover new things which one is actually your way you're going out with the bike one day you want to have a discovery ride because probably you are stressed enough work on the on the laptop and stuff and then you want to see around what's going on how do you usually discover new thing and choose your rides for days yeah that's pretty much Normally, when I'm on my uh, my road bike, I end up sort of just looking up and seeing all these gravel tracks going off and in, into the horizon. So, so curiosity, I think, is is more of the um, curiosity, really. Yeah, find wanting to find out where these routes go to. So, um, and that's the thing. That's part of the, the the adventure and the 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 part of me that wants to explore different regions. So, um, yeah, a lot of searching on maps and then um i actually do the recce's on the, on the e-bike first just so it's not too hard smart <laughs> so yeah to explore the uh explore the gravel routes on the e-bike and um yeah then just put them get on the 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 gravel bike and go and ride them and um uh we've just got so many uh forest trails and uh little single tracks to explore so um that's how I find them. That's perfect. Actually, still sticking on the chords, um, while checking as well the description and everything, I noticed that there is a little... Di- okay, there are many differences, but there is this little difference between the day number one and day number two. It seems like if we are, I can give something like a headline for each stage, the first day is a bit more about naturalistic places and uh, having a look to the environment, having a look to the nature and the forest, and also the climbs are pretty famous and pretty good. I've done it, as I was saying, a couple of weeks ago, maybe six. Uh, While the second day is a bit more also inside of the historical part. I've seen actually into the description Napoleonic roads that are the best, by the way, because usually the climbs there are pretty um, constant and smooth to go up because that guy needs to bring up all the artillery and all the the weapons that he needs, but that's another story. And also a lot of Roman roads. can you tell us a bit more about that? It is really like this, or we can find actually, I don't know, pieces and places that are different for the different rides? Yeah, day two, there's probably not many straight uh, Roman roads in there. Damn uh, it. <laughs> but um, no, day two is, yeah, definitely sort of more of a, an exploration up through the Valley of Entremont. Um, got the, the Grand St. Bernard Pass, just... Uh, hovering above you so obviously with all the history of the the saint bernard dogs um but um yeah it's it's an explore around another valley um that uh that also is is full of gravel roads and crossing rivers and and um crossing rivers i mean river crossing with you have to take out your shoes and stuff right not that extreme damn it okay <laughs> we can you can certainly have a swim at the uh Champé lac and that's going to be freezing. Okay, I think it's uh, what altitude is it? Altitude is it? I think one thousand two hundred meters. Or my my Sean's going to have a look. Yes, we are going to have our um, Google person here, the research person. One thousand two hundred meters is not anyway super high. So probably 
water can be okay. But is a, you said it's a lake or is it's it a, a river? It's a glacial lake. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. 1,400. Yes. I, mean, I dipped my uh, feet in the other day and lasted 10 seconds. So, um, it's, <laughs> it's fresh. Okay, I can't wait. Actually, that's something that I'm trying to look around basically lately. It's kind of arrived to passes where I can also have something like to swim up there. And yes, I didn't do it because I was not brave enough till now. Let's see what is going to happen actually in the recon. But yeah, let's see. So um, how can I put that? I know how to put that. Actually, we said that uh, Outroot and Gravel Epic are from the same family. That's something that we can say, right, Sean? Yeah, you can totally. Yeah, that's absolutely okay. So this means that actually Outroot is also a race. So this means that also Gravel Epic has a concept, has a race factor on it. So how would you actually time so everything all the course is gonna be timed so you're gonna actually get timing and in the old day like i don't know uh maratona delle dolomiti or whatever other gran fondo or there's gonna be a different concept on the timing zones or in the really race aspect so how much the race is involved in the event yeah well again for for gravel epic is more of a a, a race adventure um so only the, the only the climbs are going to be timed uh because we appreciate that people want to have that competitive uh, part of the competition so um, you can either race up the climbs or you can just take it easy just completely depends on, on what you want to what kind of experience you want so um, yeah we'll have time sections uh, but the the descents won't be timed and that's purely because you can then relax and everyone descends at different speeds especially on gravel um, you can stop to take photos but there'll uh, still be that um, competitive element to the to the event how many segments are going to be timed in the different stages we could say days do you remember that yeah there's going to be four time sections uh, on the first day and two on the uh, second day with the little timed special section at the end uh to the to the relay de our pet and uh sean's going to be uh handing out the the prizes for the quickest up the uh up to the our pet so that's a bit of a sting in the tail at the end there what else yes let's go a bit more again into the course and stuff can you give us some highlights of the yes of the rules that you have chosen if you can give actually here in my notes i wrote two highlights per day yeah. so i think you studied enough you can give me two even more than <laughs> i had two highlights a day two highlights well i mean definitely uh, starting off in champagne lac you know it's it's a beautiful setting it's Think of Switzerland, and this place is probably uh, pretty has has it all really with the with the lake and the beautiful trees and the forest. So I always go back to nature, um, which is one of the highlights. On the route, obviously, you've got the 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 Petit and Grand Combat uh, in the distance when you get to the Quad de climb in the distance. So um, I think the view from from there is amazing um, to the Combans. Uh, the numerous cows that we'll see, probably. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and the, Swiss, uh, hashtag Swissneland. Yeah, and the iconic Swiss uh, cowbells. These are these are Valder, Valderon cows. So obviously uh, the region we're in is famous for its uh, cheese and the raclettes and the fondues. So uh, you'll probably be taking lots of selfies with cows, uh, but not Sean. Uh, what happened to Sean with the cows? <laughs> Cows and I don't always see eye to eye. In fact, they sometimes get in my way, and then we have to figure out who's moving, and I don't like to move, and they don't want to move, and so it's a stalemate. 
Um, Anthony, I'm going to shamelessly ask you now, what about the relay? The relay DRPA? Is that a highlight? Well, definitely, Sean. It's definitely a highlight. I mean, um, a beautiful base camp. Yeah, that serves lovely local produce and food, uh, all homemade and in a stunning setting. So you can sit outside and enjoy the view, having a beer whilst uh, relaxing with your friends. So definitely a highlight. That's perfect. And yeah, actually, because I was actually asking you also after that, because we talked about the naturalistic place, we talked about the amazing climbs that we're going to do. Uh, we're talking about all these things, but where we can get a coffee, where we can get... Uh, I wrote here because that's something that is a Biberly, the classic sweet that you can get around. Of course, I think that beers is better to, I'm trying to act like the good guy here, better to get a beer at the end of the ride. It's always better to do that. So I'm not going to consider that, but what about a good stop to have some, uh, um, let's say, delicacies and coffees is not a delicacy here in Switzerland. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, obviously, very important having uh, having high quality feed stations during the route just to keep everyone happy and going. Um, beers will be provided at the end of the day, um, but uh, also local produce um, on on the feed stations. So that'll be uh, the local Valazan meats and cheeses that you associate uh, with the region, and the apricots and the local uh, local fruits. But um, yeah, we. we Sean and I didn't actually know. <laughs> we, we, we didn't know what a, a Berberly is. Yeah. In fact, uh, I, you know, I do know that you live in Zurich and that's uh, German Switzerland. And uh, over here, you know, over here in French-speaking Switzerland, uh, we don't have these gingerbread cookies that you all have over there. So we actually had to look it up. Um, but Tony and I, you know, we, here in French-speaking Switzerland, uh, we have pastries, we have cheeses we have our our meats um and fresh fruits so okay but i definitely yeah one of the one of the good you places not the Biberly. sorry for interrupting you, anthony <laughs> guys where the hell do you leave you're here in switzerland for enough time i think huh but what, what i would say is that uh yeah you can cycle past one of the alpages and they have a, a cheese vending machine so uh love it yeah so you can buy cornichons bits of potato cheese raclette or fondue so uh, make sure you carry money with you. Yes, yes. I think that now you can pay also with Twint here. What? Really? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm not going to name brands and stuff, but actually, you know, this um, famous coffee roaster in Switzerland, they have kind of a vending machine where you can just pick up your coffee and pay with Twint. You don't need any more to bring coins with you. Also in Switzerland, the revolution is happening. <laughs> yeah, Swiss coffee yeah it's not really uh that good but i guarantee at the arpets it'll be fantastic coffee just to uh help you get up in the morning okay that's amazing and and then what about the apple how do you call it here strudel? the apple strudel is my favorite cake in the world that's an austrian thing that's why then probably i never found it here no i'm talking about the the apple juice they also have apple juice up there right they do yeah uh, lots of apple juice and uh, Pear William as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll have to uh, get a few few of those shots in for you. So we can say to people that are going to take part to the Gravel Epic Switzerland not to bring food with them. No bars, no one of those, I don't want to say super rude, but one of those um, taste flat bars with a lot of proteins inside. They can get whatever they want directly from uh, yeah the producer and Alpash there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, 
So I remember that I had a conversation, this conversation with Sean some time ago, and correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, Sean told me, Stefano, look, I checked the numbers, I checked the route, I'll talk with Anthony, and uh, this race, it's, sorry, this race, yes, it's a race, this event is going to be so hard. I'm really scared of what is going on there. What people have to expect there? Do you think it's going to be, of course, cycling is what you give to cycling and what you take from cycling. I mean, how you get the attitude of cycling, it depends if you need to push yourself up or not. But in terms of numbers and everything, do you think it's going to be a tough event or not? I'm going to jump in here real quick. In my defense, uh, I'm ridiculously out of shape. I shouldn't have taken this year off. And so I may have exaggerated just how difficult the course is going to be. But maybe Anthony can correct me if I'm wrong. So just to put things in a context, so there is actually an acting uh, role here. There is Sean who is acting like the rookie. The classic one, ah, okay, I'm bad on shape. And then you find him on the mountains, you don't find him anymore. That's what, number one. Then that's myself, is the one that is saying, oh, let's see what it happens. And then you have the expert that is Anthony. Tell us, Anthony. Well, uh, expert, I'm not sure about that. But uh, yeah, Sean is making a lot of excuses, isn't he? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, it's a, a lot of climbing, but um, you're rewarded with some fantastic descents. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we want to have a little bit of a challenge and make it an epic, uh, epic event, epic route. So um, there's going to be some nice recovery when you get back to the, uh, the Arpet. Just make sure you leave uh, some energy in the tank for, for, for the final climb. But um yeah, obviously you'll be looked after. It's a full, uh, a full service kind of uh, recovery when you get back. So um, yeah, all out, everything else on the course, and then uh, you can chill and relax with some music back at the Arpet. That's amazing. Uh, maybe something like that we need to slightly, yes, slightly touch base on. Um, we talked about how is what is going to be special on the course, in the course, in the riding time in uh, uh for this event we talked about about yes uh, the arpet and everything that is going to happen there but how is going to be maybe that's a question that i can ask to the both of you you can decide to answer but how is going to be actually the the accommodation part where people are going to stay where are they going to sit in which one is going to be the kind of the trend and the the feeling there yeah i think well uh, for me part of a, a gravel event is the atmosphere and 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 sharing the experience with, with friends so Having a, a cool base camp uh, where, where everyone's together was really important. So, um, yeah, the Arpet is the really the Arpet is ideal for that. Um, it, it's a nice, relaxed atmosphere. Um, there's going to be fire, fire pits. There's going to be a bit of live music in the in the evenings, um, and, and just everyone who's taking part in the event going to going to be together. And on the Friday, we're going to have a, a little prologue. So um, a short uh, ride around the lake on the Friday, just so everyone gets to uh, gets to meet everyone then. I think he's not doing the relay justice, in my opinion. But um, Stefano, the first time I was there, I was astounded. You know, it's your quintessential alpine gite, refuge, refugio, whatever language you want to choose, hoot. Um, no, the accommodations are super cool, and I think it's what's going to make this event uh, intimate and... Um, just great because uh people have the option if they decide to join the event um we'll have camping spots so if you if that's your if that's your thing you can set a tent up or if you have like a camper van 
there's places for those too. Um, but uh, one of the cool things I think that's a little bit different than the camping is, you know, we've rented out the whole refuge. So people have the option of uh, sleeping in a real bed. Um, you know, they can have their own rooms or we do have dorm style rooms. So, you know, it's a, uh, listen, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that loves sleeping outside, but if I'm going to be out there crushing some gravel all day long, I definitely want to get back, have a beer, maybe some hot cheese, a shower, and oh man, there's a comfy bed in the top of the refuge. Um, to me, that sounds like a great event, but, uh, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm super stoked about. And I just like Anthony wish I was going to be out there racing the course, but unfortunately I'll be making sure that everything's going smoothly so you can enjoy the race. Do you want to switch? Maybe. I don't know if you want, uh, I, I, I don't know if you want to be managing Anthony. I mean, he's, he's a lovely guy, but, uh, uh, there's all kinds of other things that you don't even know about. Like we've got the Marrakesh race. We've got the 2022 calendar. I don't know. I, I think you've got the, uh, the easier job. No, I mean just on the Swiss event. You want myself, you ride the bike, and I'm going to be out there. The only thing that don't ask me, don't ask me to drive a car. That's actually one of the real reasons they hired me, is uh, my driving abilities. So uh, it, it looks like we're going to have to keep our roles. You'll get to enjoy the course. I'll make sure that everything goes well. Deal. Um, <laughs> um, another thing that actually I don't know here, probably I don't know whom of you is going to answer to that, but... Uh, is there already, um, let's say, um, a starting list, somebody you can share that you're excited that is going to join some of those, I don't know, celebrities of the gravel world or even better, celebrity of the chitty-chatting, leisure, coffee, party time world? So it sounds like what you're getting at is you want me to announce that you're going to be involved in the Gravel Epic Switzerland. So um, you will be on event, but uh, no, no, no. Um, I think one of the things that uh, we really haven't talked about just yet is kind of uh, the race itself. Um, so obviously we have the standard course and then kind of the compact or discovery course, but more importantly, um, this is a race and we are going to have podium places. So Top three men, top three women, uh, mixed teams, and uh, men's and women's teams too. So in that sense, what I can tell you without giving out too much detail is we will have at least one team from the UK joining us. Um, a higher profile team we're in discussions with. Um, you might know these guys. They were at BAM. Um, but uh, enough cycling, or enough collective, excuse me, is uh, they're looking to send a couple teammates. So um, we certainly like to highlight uh, these these personalities and then um at marrakesh we can talk a little bit more about uh, who might be on that start line as well but uh yeah don't be surprised if you find yourself lining up to some of those people that uh as you're scrolling your instagram news feed you'll be like wait a minute i recognize you um i think there's a lot of interest uh across the gravel racing right now for gravel epic series and uh yeah i don't want to give away all the surprises but you certainly won't be on the start line by yourself I love it. That's great. Otherwise, yes. I would have loved to, though, so I can get, actually, I would not share my cheese fondue and whatever with anybody. I can get a lot of cheese if I want. You know what? I, we are missing people. I just realized it now that we didn't talk at all about that. When the hell is going When is going to happen, the event? We didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> well, the event is going to take place uh, the 24th, 25th, and 26th of September 2021. 
So, uh, yeah, super excited that the uh, event is going to go ahead. A little prologue on, on the Friday evening, um, just as a little meet and greet and for people to get uh, warmed up for the, the main event on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, be a 8 a.m. start from Champelac, so you can just roll down the hill to the start line. And um, two course options, uh, Epic Course and the Discovery Route, depending on how you feel and uh, what uh, your fitness levels are like. And then day two is more of an easier route. Um, again, two courses, but uh, we'll be looking to finish around lunchtime, one o'clock for, for a nice little uh, after party enjoyment podium award ceremony. Where we can find all the details? I mean, I think that there's, I don't want to make the, the sales uh, pitch here, but uh, I'm not going to talk about if people can still join probably they can but i would love to ask for example where they can get all the information download the routes and check some highlights and stuff i'll take this one um well thank you uh no if people are certainly interested in joining um i would invite them to go to gravelepic.com. um that will have uh, actually quite a bit of information so um obviously we have multiple events but uh right now we're focusing on switzerland so um on the tab there you'll find gravel epic switzerland there's a sign up button on that um, if you go to our blog, however, uh, myself and my communications team have put together a lovely little write-up um, highlighting the course, which uh, has links directly to the Kamut profiles. So for all of you lovely gravel riding people out there that do have Kamut, uh, just click on that and uh, the GPX files on there so you can really get into the nitty gritty details of uh, you know where those 18% ramps are that we really haven't talked about. There's only one. But uh, no, um, gravelepic.com is definitely where you're going to find all the information. Um, not to mention uh, my ambassadors uh, who are all over Europe have been out there kind of uh, highlighting Gravel Epic uh, as well. And um, Instagram, we try to keep your feeds full of inspiring gravel content. So I've seen, and thanks a lot, Sean, by the way. Uh... <laughs> I've seen that was scrolling through, Anthony was scrolling through his notes. Did we forget something? <laughs> I, I, there's quite a lot of notes here. I was just trying to look at the, uh, the, the key buzzwords. Um, I think we probably covered everything. That's great. Actually, we covered food. We covered good vibes. We covered people. We covered what's gravel for us, I mean. Right. Uh, Yes, I think that well, let's 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 wait. Let's wait for one second. Probably I'm gonna come out with the perfect uh, stupid thing to say at the end. No, thanks a lot, Anthony. It was a great pleasure <laughs> to, to have you here talking about the course and talking about uh, this great region that is actually the Valais, Valley, Valleys in Swiss German, uh, where you can ride a bike. You can find a lot of super cool. Uh, climbs and cores and segments if you're a Strava person uh, to ride and well I can't wait to see more of that. No thanks very much well thank you very much for giving me the uh, the opportunity to talk about this amazing uh, gravel epic Switzerland event. Thanks a lot people and yeah we will see now because I'm just shutting down the recording. Ciao people. Ciao. So we are at the end of the ride it was amazing thanks Anthony. It was super great. And actually, we can come out here with a shitty recording, but with one tip for each of the riders of today. I will start with Scott. I'd say be comfortable descending on loose gravel. 
that's good. We can translate it with 650 bis forever. Um, give me another tip, Bruno. Uh, what is your question? Uh, give me one tip that you want to share with people that are going to do this ride like we did today. Uh, yes. Don't bring a jacket, for example. <laughs> no, uh, very, very beautiful mountains every time. And uh, very good uh, the track, uh, gravel track, perfectly. Thanks, Anthony. Yep. So, who else we have? Javier, do you have one? Yeah, bring your climbing legs. That's interesting. Gabi. I wanted to say the same. I wanted to say, if you don't like climbing, don't come. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> okay. That one, that one doesn't make a cut. Everybody, la- Everybody wants to come and climb. What happened, actually, what happens with people that don't like descending? Don't like descending? They like going up. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyways. Uh, it's not technical descent. It's true. It's true. Uh, Ali. Uh, I'm going to say, don't forget to look around where you are. That's interesting. I have actually two. Can I say two? I'm going to say two. Don't worry about it. Nobody's telling me yes or no, so I'm going to do it. I have, first of all, at the bottom, at the beginning of uh, Col de la Croix de Coeur, excuse my French, uh, there are free cookies in a place called, I'm going to tell you in English, you're going to discover it in French, called the, the House in the Hoots, I think. Uh, the forest. Ah, okay, we're already giving too many informations, but there you can find free cookies. And the second one is get your 650Bs. And I would say... Tire pressure, what tire pressure? Well, I was thinking about the inches, 1.9 inches, so 47 millimeters. Tire pressure, I would say two. But if you like <laughs> to go fast uphill, who cares about your neck? Thanks a lot. Ciao. 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 Come over, it's great, it's amazing. And don't remember, don't forget, don't remember, you can also remember, don't forget that there is a giveaway and you're gonna get who cares about the participation to the event, but the skin suit of the broom wagon.